Okay, uh, I have to get that out of my system, bro. How are you boys doing? Better today. What about you guys? Swell. Fantastic people. Okay. <laughs> and, the boys are back. and the boys are back to town, bro. Welcome all, welcome all to another great episode on Anchor Free Roscoe. I'm your host, Ryan Atwood. I'm Seth Pronto. And I am Luke Smog. And we got a lot to discuss today. Latest episode, as well as the upcoming episode of The Flash, All-American. And a very interesting topic where we discuss, do we believe how social media has disrupted or affected like the connection between both men and women, especially when it comes to expectations of one another. Uh, we got a lot of juicy stuff. I'm going to first start off with uh, the latest episode of The Flash. Flash was out of sight. Once again, it was Team Flash night. Oh, man. Once again, another filler. Barry goes MIA, trying to knock up Iris West. Iris Dan West. Uh, waiting on those twins, bro. I've been waiting on the twins since probably like season four, episode one, where they gave that hint where they said they're going to need more diapers. I'm like, that's when I knew the twins are supposed to come back. Is it going to be Nora Allen or is it going to be a different version? I don't know. That's the thing. She got erased from the timeline. So it could be an alternate version. But anyways, going back to the episode. So this whole episode was centered around Allegra trying to reconnect with her cousin, Esperanza, a.k.a. Ultraviolet, and how she didn't want to have anything to do with her, yada, yada. And then Sue ends up, was it Sue? Yeah, I think it was Sue. Yep. She ends up coming, yeah, yeah. She, she ends up coming back, uh, tries to help with all that, but discourages her. Um, Chester just gets kind of like punked off slash uh, knocked out a few times. Uh, gets put in his place a little bit. He ends up uh, growing a set a little towards the end and like takes a bit of a stand and tries to really step up as a member of Team Flash. I give a little respect to him towards the end. Um, what else happened? Yeah, and oh, Joe West. Yeah, uh, pursuing uh, the, the, the new captain. The new captain and, and... Tess, Tess, you guys hear that? I can hear you. Okay, bless. I'm hearing the Sorry. dog's bark. Oh, this thing's really good then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And, yeah, she ends up getting a little uh, flustered, gets kind of pissed off, and wants him to back off. Then she ends up like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Let's try to find out the guy who was like a brother to me and uh, kind of set me up and caused my troops to die. So there's that, there's that scene. Barry ends up coming back towards the last minute as like kind of like a landlord just checking in on the tenants like hey you guys good everything's good the ironic thing is that barry is actually the landlord of uh, uh star labs like but he really like played that role as a landlord and i think that's what the dc uh universe needs from him you know to be the greatest landlord the fastest landlord of all time bro but uh <laughs> those are my thoughts on it there's the trailer I won't even touch the trailer yet. I'll just get your thoughts on it because the trailer for the next episode, I have some major thoughts on it. Uh, Luke Smog, thoughts? 
First and foremost, I am really happy, even though this was a crappy episode, no Iris. We did not see one <laughs> bit of Iris. That's very true. I was shocked when Barry was like telling everybody, hey, you know, we're going to go, you know, do our thing. And like, you know, Chuck was acting all awkward. I, I thought Iris was like popping, you know, like, hey, Barry, let's go, you know, like, I, but I didn't see her once. I was happy. Yeah. Happy. That's like the only like one of the bright points of this episode. The fact that I didn't see her once. Once. Like she didn't pop in even the very end. Like, you know, kind of giddy. Like she already got like some some with uh, with with Barry. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I didn't see any of that. I'm like, I'm happy. That, that was perfect. The one big th- thing I realized, um, Sue, I don't understand what she's doing. I don't know what her official role uh, is on with uh, Team Star Labs. I don't mm-hmm. like the fact that she's going to stick around now. Where the hell's Ralph? I think Where's we know. Dude, the, I, I think, asked this last week. I, th- I think we know the answer to that, bro. He, I know. He, he's in, uh, what's that place that Oliver went to? Um, you know, where you get, where you get exiled. Dreamland? <laughs> the place where you basically get exiled. I forgot. Um, is it not purgatory? Purgatory. That's the word. That's the word. Oh, purgatory. My God. Thank you. No, I, I think, I think he's still on tour with Daft Punk. That's what it is. Oh my. <laughs> they're like, Oh my God. They, they did that for one episode. They're like, can we get away with this? Uh, let's let revisit this idea later and see if we can put him in another episode. Yeah. Yeah, That's... but the, but here uh, the thing is, other than Sue, the two big, the biggest thing I realized about this episode, the two black men of the show got punked out hard, hard. Yeah, you Joe. saw Kramer. You saw yeah. Kramer. Oh, Kramer yeah. Said to Joe, "Yo, you get the like basically like more or less paraphrasing, get the fuck out of my office. I'll arrest you." Like that, just for him literally having the, the you know the, the the happy heart he has of going in and like doing her the solid of giving her, her her questionable military file and say yo i don't have to rat you out to the you know the mayor i just want to see what your thoughts on and she bitches him out i was like what what this guy's doing you so he literally tell you he's doing you a solid you're bunking him off <laughs> in the chair he gave you i'm like i'm like yo old joe west would snap new joe west i'm like his heart can't take it bro i'm like just just Oh my god! And then when he tells the seal afterwards, the seal is like more or less kind of telling him, "Yo, like, why are you letting you punk her off like that?" Yo, <laughs> yo, hundred percent. That's very true. I was like, "Yo, where's this guy's balls? Where's Joe? Where's the old school Joe? You know, like that used to arrest people. This guy got fucking soft, man. Nah, he got Joe's, soft. Joe's old, bro. He's his heart. No. He's, acting, he's acting like a grandfather, he, but he doesn't have grandkids. <laughs> that's that's the irony. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This guy is kind of like, he's got a retired dog, but like he has no grandkids to play with. Oh my God. And the worst, okay, the worst than him was, was, was Chuck. Yo, this is the line, the, the, the line that happened when he got, when he got attacked. Allegra tells oh, him. Oh, and he brought in the, and he brought in the snacks. He's like, he snacks. snacks. He's dancing. He gets hit. Allegra like, looks at her cousin. You could have killed him. And her cousin, so he's useless. Oh my foul. I was like, that's it. I'm like, yo, this foul. this it's a wrap. I don't care what happened at the very end. I don't care what happened. I'm like, yo, that was a wrap. I'm like, that's all I need to say about the this is my new nickname for Chuck. Chuck the dancing cuck. That's what I call wow. this guy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's that's my new nickname for him. Because every time I see fired. him, he's dancing. And like like remember Allegra all through the episodes, like, Chuck, we don't need you. You're pacifist. It's kind of like they're basically oh. telling him you're your beta. We don't oh. need you. Bro, when she called him a pacifist, I'm like, I was in shock. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe she just said that, and I can't believe he just allowed it. Yeah, well, I'm, 
Yeah. Meanwhile, he's getting his hand all wrapped up too. His fist wrapped up after getting hurt. Yeah, yo, and you know the worst part was at the very end of the episode when she asked him out, and the guy's acting like all startled. I'm like, yo, bro, this is, this is like, so bad. It's such this... an awkward couple. They're not even a couple, bro. But if they're trying to make them a couple, it's really awkward. Like they don't. She's match. definitely, she's definitely wearing the pants at this point. It's just... I'm like, yo, this guy. He's like, oh, you, you want to play D and D with me? Are you, are you sure? Is this getting awkward? I'm like, nigga, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Just take the W and just go. Why are you acting like this? Oh my god, my god, man. I I, I knew this was gonna happen. I, I, episodes when like Cisco left, I'm like, I knew. This, I called this out. I knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. My god. Seth Pronto, we got to step in, please. Oh my god. Okay. Um, to be honest, this episode it put me to sleep. Wow. Wow. I actually passed out. I thought there was gonna be, you know, a lot of like, you know, bright side to the episode. You know what I mean? Character that you know, brighten no up and mood. You know, no, no, like yeah, with the whole ultraviolet and stuff like that. No, but it turned the lights up for me. I passed out. Uh, it took me a couple attempts to get through the episode. Um, with the whole Sue storyline, she's really the awkward third wheel trying to, uh, I like fit in. Yeah, try to fit in, try to force her way into the the, the group. Yeah. You, you don't you don't want her to be. Oh, Sue's here again. I guess we have to you know behave or whatever. Um. Hopefully next season she barely has any airtime. Maybe at best one episode where she's involved in, and then hopefully she can like get rid of her character uh with the whole allegra thing yeah allegra can act sue can act oh my god i think um sorry go ahead yeah go ahead go ahead bro i think sue was good when ralph was actually there like the storyline was like kind of okay and then the whole thing with ralph happened now it's just like well you guys paid me to the end of the season so i gotta like you gotta put me somewhere (laughs) I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think literally that's what's happening. I agree, man. And uh, with oh. the whole uh, Joe West, poor guy, man. I it's with uh, with Cecile's abilities. I truly do believe that she's in his head, and he doesn't have a mind of his own. That's what it is. Joe he, is he's not he's not himself because she's playing uh, like puppet master. Cecile. And he always has to, he yeah, no yeah exactly, and he has to always check in on her, get her approval. Get her advice and counseling and stuff like that, because she's a lawyer. <laughs> Man, it's it's fortunate they really give him a nice exit next season. Because okay. at this point, just put him down. Let him let him have a no, because because it's no, because like at least Harrison Wells went out on his own terms, but now yeah. you know you're you're ruining his image. What we once knew is uh you know Captain Joe West. But, yeah. That's very true, bro. Overall, this episode, was... I was disappointed. <sighs> yeah. ah. That's all I got to say. But all I got to say is the disappointment is slowly coming to an end because I saw the trailer for episode 15, ep- season 7, episode 15, Enemy at the Gates. Godspeed is back, boys. Godspeed is back, and he's causing a whole bunch of ruckus. And freaking in the trailer, Chester gets knocked out. Bro, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening, but Barry is back and Godspeed is back, bro. That's all I gotta say. And this, Thank this God. Epi- yeah. So 
I will only refer to the show as the Flash if they put him for like if they center around the show around him for at least three consecutive episodes, though. And <laughs> like he he, he can't wait, just have this one episode and then wait. Back. So Barry's back now. So Barry's back. Wait, if Barry's know. back next episode, does that mean yeah. Iris is officially knocked up? It could be. So like, I'm not gonna. I don't want to put too much spoilers and stuff, but like we do. It's it's really it's been out there like you know like uh, the Bart Allen is going to make some sort of appearance at at some point right so I don't know when but Iris gets knocked up eventually that's that's my assumption the bitch better man well wow. I, 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 I look at her face anymore man who knows bro maybe uh, no actually no never I was gonna say like is there a possibility where Iris could eventually leave the season. I'm like, no, I was just fantasizing. Never mind. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> oh, man. But no, the, tra- the trailer looks promising, bro. And uh, I heard I heard some stuff, potential spoilers, but I'm not going to say it. It just, I think, I think they might end the season off with some justice compared to the crap that we had to watch. So, uh, all, 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 I, all I know is the fact that you just said his name, Godspeed. That's what that show needs. Godspeed, man. Okay. <laughs> the way it's drifting right now at this point, man, I have no idea where it's going next, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep the viewership. We have to end off on a... On a if not, no one's coming back. You know how bad it is? Uh, there's an interview this week, you know, with uh, the actor Diggle, uh, David Ramsey. Yeah. yeah. Guess, what he, guess what show he praised as, like, the, 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 the top show right now for the Arrowverse? What is Superman and Lois. Well, it's a hundred percent. I haven't said that. Bro, I haven't yeah. even watched the whole thing, but like I only seen a few episodes. And bro, one like they have such a higher budget too, right? And yeah. And two, it's just bro, they're actually like sticking to the dialogue. Like yeah. Lois is like a legit like really investigative reporter. Mm-hmm. Clark's doing his thing, man. You know. Yeah. So, uh, no man, they're I I and they're and they're not and that's the thing. It's like they're not taking away from each actor you know like each, yeah. each character so it's just like yeah. you don't have to bring clark down to bring lois up you don't got to bring lois down to bring clark up bro like they're both have their own things yeah. and that's that's the problem that they did with the flash man it was like they really had to like sideline the flash in order to like put these like characters like i like i said bro i wouldn't be surprised if they're gonna dedicate a whole episode to some like barista at jitters talking about trying to get into ccu i don't know man like yeah <laughs> Uh, I agree. Yo, man. Yo, but he, I, actually, honestly, he actually praised it. He praised it this week, yeah, <laughs> in an interview. Wow. I was like, wow, that's like heavy praise. He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I love like the fact that Arrow was like the first show of, of the Arrowverse. That's why we it's called Arrowverse. But he's like the like the next like show that's taking that spirit of Arrow. He's like it's Superman and Lois, which basically meaning that like that, this is the top show right now. Which like it literally craps on every other show, including Flash. You would think Flash would be the, you know the next step up. Like it'll step up after Arrow went down, but no, like it's literally gone backwards. But you know what? We shouldn't get. It's only the first season. They still have a long ways ahead. They can still fuck it up. Uh, that's very true. That's yeah. very true. I'm, I'm taking. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it what we, what we can, man. Uh, moving on, man. To all American. Oh, oh man. lord! Oh lord! So this seemed just like, like the bonding episode. Where everybody just had to like bond with one another, freaking uh, live, <laughs> bonding with her old bestie, 
and uh, plus uh, that that weird blonde chick that's just came out of rehab. Uh, Spencer bonding with uh, what was his name Frosto or whatever man the the guy the other guy on the team yeah lights can do yeah then freaking Billy Baker bonding with uh, Carter and then the the trio of girls and them going on a little drunk night looking for uh, love I don't know man it was uh it was kind of so all over the random. place it was just random all over the place I don't know like I don't know if they're just Seth can Frosto. I can I can yeah, I start, ahead. please? I want to yeah, yeah. start. Yes, yeah, because yes. Because okay, here's the legitimately thing about it. Like I understand it, it. It was an episode of of bonding and stuff, but yo, that, the Cougars out of town, man. That that just rubbed me the wrong way, man. That's just like it was so. <laughs> oh my god, man. That was I never seen like I, I I literally it was like the black episode of of Cougarstown. Literally, that's what it was. It was like oh lord. Like th- these women look look like they're trying to catch th- catch feelings and like trying to like set up with that you know that desperate black mom uh, that they're trying to avoid and it's like everything was so weird and like they're, they're all talking about booty calls I was like yo dude and then Spencer's mom is like like she sees the text message from Carter and they're like oh you're going after D'Angelo huh I'm like oh my god yo I hope to God that Spencer does not find out the next few episodes bro. Cause if this nigga finds out that his the principal is trying to go after his foil, his his mom, man, man, oh man, yeah, I, bro, I don't the, even know what to say to that. I say the highlight of the episode is seeing seeing Billy Baker smiling and then get randomly punched in the face, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, man! I don't know why, but I'm just like, I I enjoyed that greatly. Yeah. Uh, I guess we just lost us at Pronto will come back. Okay. Uh, but uh, the second point I wanted to make was, uh, yeah, Coach Baker and, and uh, Principal Carter being drunk buddies throughout most of the episode was beyond weird. Yeah, like, it was just weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, do you hate each other? <clears throat> Are you friends now? Like, I don't know. The whole thing seemed kind of forced. Um, oh, ra- random thing. Uh that, that the one where they they kept calling her thirsty, uh, whatever the the, the the amongst the trio, you know, the uh, um, Spencer's mom and then Jordan's mom and then there was a third lady. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yo, and then remember there she's just like kind of like rejecting guys and then one of them was just like oh, toe walker or something like that. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, they're so shallow. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is a toe walker? <laughs> Oh my god! I think I she know. meant was was uh the 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 b ball shoes he was wearing because like he was just nice, but I think yeah. like certain women don't like the shoes. They judge on the shoes. I've, I've talked to girls in the past like they, yeah. they they'll judge a guy based on the shoes. So if you're wearing uh like basically like running shoes or like basketball shoes, they're like they're thinking in the end, oh you're too, you're too cheap basically like to get like uh, natural no, fancy no, but shoes. I, no, I, I generally though I think she was talking about him actually like he's, like he's walking on his tippy toes. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, because some kids growing up, they uh, they walk on their tippy toes, and the parents have to give them corrective shoes or or like try to like teach them how to walk properly, right? And some people never got that opportunity, so it carries on to adulthood, and they <laughs> they walk on their tippy toes. I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you learn yeah, more. Yeah, the more you the more you learn, enough uh, all American man. Um, <laughs> yo, the wait. One point I wanted to bring up was yeah, man the. The, the weird white chick that was like with uh, uh, Olivia and and her and her girl like yo 
I'm getting weird vibes from that girl, man. Bro, you know she is? She's the white version of Olivia. Is she? Yeah, in my opinion, she is. That's Olivia couldn't stand her. It's the white version of her. She finally found her doppelganger. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Yeah, that's what that's why she couldn't get, get along with her. Because you know, this doppelganger was like uh, judging her, you know, trying to get into her business, you know, like trying to act like hot, holier and thou. That's Olivia. Olivia does that all, all, all throughout the show to everybody. So she wow. got a, 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 those are all, bro. I was loving that. I was loving that. That's the one point I loved about that episode. Like Olivia finally found somebody that's literally a, a more annoying than her. I'm like good riddance. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think folks. she's. I don't think she's gonna end up lasting the rest of the season. Something might happen to her at a yeah, heavy Leo's house. I, I'm expecting that. I'm, I'm already no, popcorn. Or, I, or season like finale. It. I know it's gonna be a heavy, heavy like a calf fight with those two. I'm looking forward to it. Who's not gonna last, Olivia or the other girl? The other girl. Okay, definitely. No, because I'm getting like heavy Degrassi vibes. She might pull out a gun or some shit, or like <laughs> try to kill herself or something. She going on. seems crazy, bro. She seems crazy. I'm getting crazy vibes off this girl, bro. Like you know, she just she manipulated the the ending, right? So she's just like, yeah, I'm not feeling so well. Blah blah. I don't know. She just, bro. She's crazy. Just trust me. She's gonna pull some weird stuff, and then or she's gonna make Olivia look crazy. <laughs> not and that, I am fine with that. Not to say that she doesn't do that on her own, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Last point I want to make: Did Did anybody see the trailer for the upcoming episode? Oh, Friendsgiving! Friendsgiving! Oh my god! So yeah, uh, what's it called? Poops. Uh, what's that girl's name? Is it Precious? Yeah, Precious. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she's just like, yeah, we're having a Friendsgiving. So they bring everybody in, and I think they're trying to get like uh, Spencer to kind of like uh, settle things with Coop. And yeah, it just looks like like a lot of it's going to be like a lot of awkward moments throughout the episode, bro. That's that's what that's the vibe that I got off the little trailer. Yo, one thing I, I want to definitely point out on the episode we just watched, Asher was back and he was such a jackass. Yeah. Oh my god, he was roasting. I was like, oh man, this guy's coming back, my nigga. <laughs> oh yo, and, yo, speaking of my nigga, yo, do you know what I loved? The fact he didn't yeah. tip. <laughs> you saw that, huh? Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yo, bro. That, he that was like the best point of the episode. Like those guys playing playing pool. I think he still has like a little hatred for for Spencer. You know, I had like it's like ah, you did me dirty. You know, you took my bro. Spencer stole, stole all his girls. He stole his girls. <laughs> he stole his life, bro. He literally stole his stole life. his position. Stole his position. Stole his girl. Stole. Everything. His girls, both both Layla and Olivia. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe, oh maybe even uh, the scholarship as well. Oh my god, he's like, yo, man, take this head back. He's he's at the top. He's with what's her name? Uh, Seth, help me out. Other girl, <laughs> not Olivia. Her uh, with the uh, Olivia, no, uh, Layla. Layla, that's it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, he's with Layla. Ends up taking Layla. Ends up being homeless, then has to stay at Layla's place while she's sleeping with Spencer. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Then he's like, you oh, know and what? also okay. took took Jordan away as best friend. Took Jordan away as best friend. Then he's like, you know what? It's okay. I'll move on. Has something with Liv. Then Olivia ends up leaving him for Spencer. Oh my god. You know, you know who Asha has to blame for all this. There's only one person he has to blame for all this. His dad. Coach Baker. Oh, okay. Oh my if Coach Baker God. never went, never went, never went to look, uh, to, uh, uh, to find, what's his, uh, um, Spencer. Uh, Spencer, 
this the show would never existed. This uh, this nigga Asher would have been, you know, he just would he would have been living his life. Exactly. Yeah. All because of Coach he, Baker. He, Coach Baker was trying to get. Yeah. Popping pills. Yeah. 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 All because Coach Baker ten years prior, you know, had a little something, something, something with Spencer's mom, and thought, uh, you know, Spencer's little brother was his son. Billy Baker so, destroys everything he touches, bro. Bro, he, you know? he, he messed up the Carter's life. He messed up Asher's life. Oh, we're going deep into this, man. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Billy Baker is a freaking pariah, bro. There, I said it. But yeah, at the, at the very end of the episode, he's getting something, something with his separated wife, man. I'm like, how? This yeah, but, but, by I'm the like, way, I, I didn't think that was going to happen, by the way, because uh, earlier when they were in that SUV, and then she's like, oh, my God, Billy has a good uh, text game, you know? So, and then yeah. when he started thinking at the end of the night, he was drunk. I was like, oh, my God, is he going to go hook up with this lady? And then he turns up, oh. he, uh, he rekindled things with uh, Billy Baker. You, you know what he did? He ended up, uh, sorry, boys, uh, pardon the, the ring. But, yeah, but you know what he did? Remember when uh, Carter was like, I'm going to uh, send uh, uh, Spencer's mom, like, uh, a poem? And he's just like, what the hell is this? And he's like, nah, man, I'll show you. And then he just sends her a sup, you know? But what Billy Baker actually did, he took the poem and he sent it to his uh, ex-wife. Next thing, Hughes. <laughs> wow. Foul. Foul. This guy's, and that's why she was like, yeah, this guy's got game. <laughs> wow. I didn't know uh, something. Yeah, that that's, that's crazy. That's news to me. There's... This, there's uh, no comment, man. I don't know what to say. Oh, <laughs> we lose, we lose Seth again. Yeah, oh, Seth my. should be coming back. It's been I'm, yeah. I'm blaming Iris West, Iron Iron, Iris and Iris and West. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, Seth is uh, back, people. Sorry, going back with the last point we were talking about the poem, bro. Oh yeah. Um... Oh. Yeah, yeah. This guy, this guy's just finesse, bro. That's all I was trying to say. He finessed it heavily, and he got back uh, into the house. He was in the doghouse. Now he's back in this house. To get get some something while and, and trying to sneak in the house while his kids are you know upstairs trying to wonder what the hell happened to their to their mom. And then they're gonna wake up. Watch the next episode. They're gonna wake up. It's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, dad, what are you doing here? Oh, mom and dad are getting back together. Oh my god. I'm like, yo, watch it, man. That's probably what's gonna happen in the beginning of the episode. It's gonna be oh, some really awkward sure. and then a little and a little awkward music in the background. Because remember, she's oh, on a right now, right? So it's nothing but times. Oh, my oh. God. And and he's employed, but he's not being paid. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect match. <laughs> With his drunk buddy that knocked him out in the, in the auditorium. <laughs> Bro, the punch was everything. I'm going to rewatch the episode just for the punch. Oh, my God. Yes, and post it online. At all, hundred percent, man. Save it for holidays. He holiday punched him because he punched him because uh, Coach Baker can actually sing. It's just like yeah, how bad. It's like I can do that. You're good with football in this, which is like, and you can sing. It's like, nah, man. I really had to just punch you in the face. I'm like, I read him. <laughs> this guy's a real one. Oh my god. Oh, bad. Ugh. But uh, yeah, Thanksgiving next weekend. We'll see how that turns out. Once again. Not centered around football, but that's okay. I can deal with it. It's not as bad as like Team Flash, but you know. But hey, it's gonna be about Coop, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you know what? 
You know what they call it, the CW anyways, cuck watching. That's what I call it. That's wow. what the shows are. Wow. That's, that's a pretty foul statement, bro. Because you watch it too, so don't 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 put yourself in that in that group. Touche. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, man. Honestly, I'm I want to see Coop in the episode because they're like that whole storyline with um what's it called? Uh preaches like X, you know what I mean? Like her plotting against Coop and her letting her guard down. Like they we kind of like that uh, got sidelined a little bit. Yo, you know? I want to know about the little girl, Peach's yeah. daughter. Yeah, she's like, oh, you don't have to see your phone. He's just like, yeah, I'm your kid. Bro, all we know is that he punked uh, Mo. Mo. He punked, he punked yeah. Mo off, and it's been a little while, and now all of a sudden, some girl just keeps blowing up. A little girl blows up his phone saying, yo, I'm your daughter. Like, just the whole thing, which is like, I'm like, nah, man, this seems like a heavy trap. She, cause she got pissed off. Remember when when she invited him for the lunch? She's like, "Don't worry, he's gonna be like, I'm gonna have him in my in my hands." And then he, he kind of like rejected her. So no, I I think this is like a like a ploy. Like this is a play from Mo's playbook, and to kind of like get him manipulated and distracted so that she can end up moving in on Coop. I found a comment online. Uh, I don't know if I should say it's so dirty, but it's like, uh, who did Preach uh, um, uh, sleep with? Jamal or Jesus in jail. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> wow. So it was, was it during his first second strike? Pause. No answer. Uh, no comment on that. <laughs> He's like, when did he have the time to even see a woman? The guy was in the bin most of his life. You know what I mean? This is so hilarious. Okay, you have to do him dirty like that. Oh, Com- comment section is dark place, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But yeah, and uh, last thoughts on Al American. I really hope Spencer punks off. Uh, 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 what's her face? Olivia. Uh, next, not Olivia. No, Olivia. She already got her doppelganger deal with. I, I meant, uh, what's her face? Uh, the rapper. Coop. Coop. Yeah. I want Spencer Punk off one more time, you know? Nah, man. It's like, I, they're, I feel like they're going to end up trying to force them to kind of like uh, make peace. And then Mo's going to come in and make her move, bro. I think. I, but mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't see, I don't, I don't see Coop like, like she's getting a lot less airtime, bro. Like I definitely don't see her moving forward in, in future seasons, bro. Yeah, unless that is a strong possibility. Yeah. Unless she becomes the uh, descent, gets shot, and continues rap career. Oh, knowing that they're gonna probably do that. Oh my god, they're gonna give this 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 chick a street cred now, way more than she have. <laughs> Anything's possible, bro. Anything's possible. Yeah. Really? Uh, last time we're going to discuss, and I think. Uh, Looks like that you you wanted to indulge into this as well. The whole idea with uh, social media and does it leave like a bit of an impact when it comes to you know the communication between men and women? Also, when it comes to like expectations and stuff, uh, there was a few things that you wanted to bring up with this. Yeah, so I, I'm glad that you sent me the uh, 
Instagram posts. Uh, I saw them uh, today. Um, I think they're on Six Buzz. Both those clips. Yeah. In yeah. regards to how women, uh, especially in, in social media age, their expectations of guys. Mm-hmm. And this is a conversation I had with a friend of mine a few days ago um, on the phone, and he was telling me that how a few friends of his, uh, like they are on like Tinder and uh, Hinge and like oh, and Bumble and that kind of stuff. Okay. And like. Like the ratio of like the men and women on on the apps, like like guys have to like go out of the way to like start messaging these girls, you no? Know, because you can only like so many profiles for so much, and like now they're like they're trying to DM them, and, you know, pay for for those uh, messages, and and then obviously like like going on Instagram or you know uh, Facebook or Twitter or, or all those other social medias, are, like or even Snapchat for that matter, and just like try to slide in DMs as much as they can, like like the the the, the role of how a man is and how re- female is is completely shift. Like the man has to be, has to be the chaser, and then uh, and then the uh, and the woman has to be the object of that of that you know fulfillment of that chase in itself, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be that way at all. Like it should always it's like throughout the beginning of time, like the man was always the one that the women are chasing after. That's always what it been. But like now we we kind of have that femininity role where we have to be going after their adulation, their you know their love, their their feelings and stuff like that. Just trying to kind of complete something within ourselves. And like seeing those two clips, like uh, with uh, the black lady, uh, there was a black lady in the clip um, that went viral on uh, Six Buzz, where she said, "Oh, like um, why is women, you know, uh, telling guys not to hit on them?" And now like they're complaining about the guys not hitting on them in like public places like clubs or bars and stuff like that. And like you just tell these guys over the years, "Hey, you know, stop being a creep, stop being a creep." And now these guys are like, "You know what? We'll just go somewhere else." Yeah. And not bother hitting on you. And like this is a trend like I've I've seen in a while. There's like. There was a big movement, I would say, 10, 15 years ago, especially in the mid-2000s, of a lot of black guys who, um, in America, they actually uh, said, you know what? We're sick and tired of black women. Really? Uh, black women, yeah. Like, they literally, uh, like, they literally said, hey, like, we're done with black women in general. We, we've been hitting on them, and, like, they always put heavy expectations on us of, like, like, basically telling us, hey, you have to do this, 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 this. And you have to have like a house, you have to have a mortgage, you have to have a car, all that kind of stuff. Or we're not even going to think about it. And these guys don't even have that kind of like, you know, uh, that capital. You know what I mean? They all have like like low-end paying jobs, stuff like that. And they feel like they're, like the women don't look at them as like, you know, as actual like like human beings. They look at them as more of like, you know, like a expensive wallet. That, that they're looking at them like, hey, you know, you're going to pay for everything that, uh, that I want in the end. And that's the only way you can get me. So what they, a lot of these guys did is they moved to uh, South America. They went to Brazil. They, they're looking for basically women who have like a feminine quality, who, who care about them personally, okay. than, than about their wallet and, and how much they have and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So there's been a big movement. I've heard of this like, a couple of years ago. And there's a lot of like uh, black guys in Canada and U.S. that just like go over to South America and like they just like live there. Like I even heard of them even moving to Japan. Like that's a big thing as well. Cause like women over there uh, who don't ha- speak the language uh, English in general, they don't have that um, expectations of men the way uh, pe- uh, uh, women in North America do. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting correlation I've noticed. And, and it does make sense. A lot of women here, like uh, I think I've talked to you guys off the app, like they're very, very in a sense, like um, demanding and educated. So they feel like in the end that they're owed, like when a man talks to them, that whatever the man t- uh, um, uh, like is courting uh, for their affection, that that man, they, they expect a lot out of them. That they expect to, be, uh, to pay for everything 
um, to uh, pretty much like handle all the expenses. Like I've even heard of women that want to have their tuitions being paid off. That's like a big thing as well. Yeah. So it's like hearing all mm-hmm. that stuff. I'm like, holy moly, man! Like, why even bother going after a woman in this part of the country? Like, there's no, there's no incentive at all. The, so. Here's the thing, though. Okay, so <clears throat> it's what guys and girls both expect. So mm-hmm. for the guys, uh, income, education, these things, these this is not a standard, right? They want yeah. someone, want a partner that has like feminine qualities and a certain like morals and like, of course, attractiveness to a certain extent, right? And someone shares a bit of loyalty, things like that. But now the standards for women, what they're looking for and requirements, they want a guy who makes more income than them. But if you look at that, the guys now have a bigger pool of potential candidates. Now girls limit themselves. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and if you look at the demographics, there's more women than men. Not only, not only there's more women than men, now you're already saying, I can only talk to a guy who makes more than me. So they yeah. limit themselves yeah. even more. And then there's other criteria. He has to do this, do that, do this, do that. And that's why they're ending up single and alone. And then they're complaining about not being able to have any suitors. And then you know, one guy's approaching us. Don't get me wrong. Cat calling certain, to a certain extent and like approaching like cold approaches where you can't take no, that's a wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's not the majority of guys. But that's what they make it seem like on social media and on the news and things like that, which now turned away potential suitors for them, right? And they're like, you know what? I'm going to go elsewhere my needs because i'm still acting rational in the situation so but yeah i don't think things are going to change i think but i think guys are more waking up now they're saying no because uh do you see the other instagram video about that girl uh yeah yeah Yeah, so um yeah for those who don't know it's like basically a girl who got dated a guy and she got accustomed to like living a really nice high standard living in a loft etc and then he broke up and then she's just like, well, I still expect you to pay for my loft and pay for my, the, the high standard of living that I was living before you. Like, like even though we're broken up and we're not seeing each other. Mm. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, cause yeah, you hit the nail right there. Yeah. Cause she's pretty much saying, listen, you got to pay for my car note, my loft and things like that. Cause you brought me into this life and that relationship is over. Uh, I I believe you shouldn't just need me high and dry. You should be able. It's like she's seeing it as uh, exiting the relationship. She should receive severance, <laughs> like from an employer. You know what I mean? Like so, it helps with her transition to the next relationship. But uh, the other guy that was on the uh, on the panel, he said, "No, uh, you were seeing this other individual. You chose to exit the relationship, so the perks are gone because you're no longer part of the relationship. That's how it is. You know what I mean?" And most people yeah. that are on the panel, they did agree with that sentiment. But again, I feel like there's a lot of girls out there that share her view and that the guy reason. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it, I don't know if you saw the full video of it. Uh, sorry, like, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys uh, put your input afterwards. But they, I, I ended up watching the full video uh, where they had that whole panel and they were discussing and not just that girl, that girl specifically, but there was some other girl as well that was on the panel. It's like, look, if uh, you should be, if you're going to buy me a car, you should be able to pay off the full car, uh, the car in full right away, you know, if we're in a relationship. And if we break up, um, I'm not giving that back. And then that girl, her justification was like, you know, I have three kids at the end of the day, that's my priority or whatever. And then uh, I think another girl on the panel was uh, talking to her and she's like, 
Yeah, but you realize like you're broken up, so it's just like he's so you expect him to still pay, make the car payments and pay for the rent and all that stuff while he sees you in that car uh, with your new man and your new man's driving it around. She's just like, yeah, I can understand that. But you know, at the end of the day, like that's I, like I have to look out for myself and for my kids, etc. And they're like, okay, well, what if the roles were reversed? Where it was like, it's you paid for the car, uh, you bought him a car, and then you broke up, and then afterwards you see him with an, with his new girl, and his new girl's driving the car. She's like, oh, I take it away right away. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. Extreme like, double right. standards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I I feel like there's a lot of I I agree with what Seth's saying. Like, man, the, the, the social media and and just in general, how like society has become between like men and women right now. Like there's a lot and especially more side on the women's side is like, there's a lot of unrealistic expectations when it comes to men. Yes, it's true. There are some guys that they don't know how to take no for an answer. And there are some creeps, etc. like not, uh, um, you know, condoning that kind of behavior, but in mm-hmm. general, most men are not like that. And, people just seem to like get all their like advice about dating and genders and stuff from like the comment section. I'm like, just because like the comment got a lot of likes doesn't mean like this is an accurate uh, depiction of how things really are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll see it's, what... it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. But honestly though, like that's why like I, I'm telling everybody in general, like, Especially when you're meeting women, man, you gotta ask questions. Yeah. You gotta ask as many questions as you can. And get get a gauge early on what they're all about. If they're as materialistic as that girl on that six plus uh, clip that uh, you, you sent me yesterday, in regards with the interview which she had with a bunch of uh, panel, yeah. Like in the end, just cut her off immediately because like you don't want to deal with that headache long term. Like with that all that financial, like all your finances, and in the end, she's just gonna walk away with it. Like get the hell out of here. That's insane, man. And this isn't like a wife either. Like this is just like someone you were just dating. Like yeah. I don't know. It's like like and, and I even probably not, and probably not even living together. So you're not even doing the whole common law thing. Yeah. 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 Just, uh I don't know. What Seth, what are your thoughts on like how things are now and like Cause cause where they're like, heading? Yeah, where where they're heading? Because you're saying like, oh, really, a lot of like, like a lot of people are single and they're like uh, Luke was saying yeah like people guys now at this stage are like waking up to the situation mm-hmm. they're focusing on themselves whether it's like physical health their financial mental health and things like that and they're once once they're in a good place they're gonna find someone that either local that fits their needs or they'll go abroad there's 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 other females around there like i said the world is vast and you'll see a change in the next few years ones who don't agree with this like mindset are going to speak against the ones that were talking about, oh, the, they had those like unrealistic entitlements. And there's going to be like like a divide. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it be like self-motivation, right? You're making us look bad. We need to speak up. We kept quiet. We benefited from being quiet because uh, it was a whole, hey, guys need to step down. Guy, uh, girls can be the, like, the leader of the relationship, stuff like that. And then I started realizing, hey, only only the top 20 no like the top 20 percent of the females are getting majority of the guys because like, you, like you're saying uh luke uh i don't know if you noticed this but like on tinder bumble hinge all these apps a guy will probably get like maybe three four five matches in a week if you're an average guy at best you know what i mean mm-hmm. three or four 
but a girl within an hour, no, like a couple hours of having the app open on her new profile, she'd probably get a couple thousand. And that's like an average girl. Why? Yeah. It's the abundance. Cause there's so many guys out there who just want to go and send the girl a message, swipe right on her. Cause guys have lower expectations, but the girl, she won't swipe and she'll have everything. Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah, I think like, and that's uh, I think that's kind of part of the problem too. You know, it's just like, so that 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 comes also with like the entitlement towards like, you know, I have, I have plenty. I can do, like, I can have whatever the hell I want, kind of thing. You know, and these are I think that's where all these issues kind of stem from. It's not not just from Tinder or whatever, bro. But like, that's 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 part of it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I definitely think in the years to come, like. A lot of this like toxic behavior is starting to get it's it's coming to light, and both men and women like they're gonna start shifting their mindset, bro. It's not gonna it's it's not gonna be that way. Yeah, I I'm glad right now. Like there's all those uh, guys like Kevin Samuels, um, uh, Coach Corrine, like a lot of guys from Red Pill, like even Alpha Male Strategies on YouTube. Um, like a lot of these guys like are going out of the way to tell guys, hey, you know. There's, there's, uh, there, like, you don't have to, you know, chase women. Like, you can just do you, just focus on yourself, uh, let these women come to you. It doesn't necessarily matter. You can, like, in the end, just create, if you're going to be on these, like, uh, Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever, just let the apps be. Like, just don't even bother. Whoever messages you, respond back and make sure in the end you know exactly what you want. If they're not fitting your needs, just move on from it. Like, in the end, and guys are slowly understanding that now. Mm-hmm. It's taken a while, but like the guys are slowly understanding it, especially with these red pill, red pill strategies. Yeah, red pill strategies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, no, it's a lot of a lot of interesting points. Yeah, well, but uh, I think the more next step, will, uh, especially with a lot of guys, is like marriage and stuff like that. Yeah, and that, that like a lot of people call that purple pill. Uh, okay. So it's kind of like basically like it's a mix of like um, blue and red pill. Blue is kind of like, you know, like uh, where like most guys, you know, uh, don't have any skills and they go after women and like they kind of like, you know, uh, make the mistakes it's like the regular dudes, you know, they always get crushed by women all the time. So that's like what you call blue pill. Red pill is a guy who's aware of his surroundings and he, he, he knows how to navigate. Purp, uh, purple is more like you have to kind of combine the two in order to find the right woman to settle down with. And th- that's kind of like the next phase where guys are looking at. They're not looking to hook up anymore, which I've seen. It's more like they're looking for long-term relationships. So that's kind of like the next phase. And and, and I feel like women are not catching up on, on that aspect, especially younger women. The more older women I've noticed are the ones that are catching up like above 30 because they, they all have, enough, they have enough, enough experience. But the ones like within their 20s are the ones that are unaware of that, that kind of stuff going on. But yeah, because the ones that are in the 20s are in their primes. While yeah. the ones that are in the 30s are past their prime and they're re- realizing losing their value. Exactly. Like time is exactly. ticking against them. Exactly. Yeah. So there's desperation, and but they're also very keen and aware of like guys spitting game and stuff like that. So they're they're very picky and that kind of stuff. So so your game has to really step up, if, especially if you're being hollering at uh, you know women in their 30s. But 20s, they're easy picking, honestly. Uh. No. no okay. Okay. If you're just looking just to like just have a, like a fling or like a, like a, a short short-term relationship the ones in their 20s it's easier of course but in terms of settling down but you won't get a girl in her 20s to settle down unless you meet certain criteria and things like that that's what i'm saying a certain criteria but i'm just saying yeah. with like, a lot of the purple and red pill stuff you can do that you can get them up it just depends on how good your game is at that point yes, and how I much agree. of the strategy you picked up on mm-hmm. but most guys don't able to like it takes them a lot of guys take a while to understand that 
because you have to go through a lot of rough patch and go through many different women experiences in order to get to that point. Self development, man. Get yeah. You, get your confidence up. Get your money up. That's the key. Yeah. For uh, exactly. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna conclude with that. Just wanna end with any final thoughts, Seth Pronto. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no hope for. Uh... For the flash, I've given up. Okay. Uh, it is what it is. Um, can't wait till next week when we start talking about uh, Loki, though. Yes. Because Loki, that's a, is, that's a fire is, show. Is Loki a fire show? Yes, it is. Play, uh, I was just doing a play on words right there, but you know what I mean? But yes, <laughs> it is a fire show. There's a lot to unravel in that show. There's a lot. Man. But uh, they're doing that heavy justice. It's It's... I'm get I'm definitely uh, Winter Soldier and Captain America vibes, you know. Like they did that show justice, and they're doing this one uh, a lot of justice. I didn't have a lot of hopes for it in the beginning, but yo man, this show is pretty proper. We'll definitely indulge in that. Uh, Luke Smock, uh, final notes. Uh like I said before, I want Spencer to beef uh, Coop. <laughs> I hope that happens next episode. If not, you know, it's disappointment. Uh, and uh, Les Harris for, ne- uh, for the next episode of Flash. That's uh, that's all I'm hoping. Crossing my fingers, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm, the less scenes, the better. Less scenes, the better. All I know is Chester got knocked down. That's it, bro. Chester's Chester, down. Chester's a dancing cuck. That's, oh, my Chuck God. The cuck. Chuck this, the cuck, man. The shade is being thrown. It is dark. Yeah. The darkness is out, boys. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And Olivia, I can't wait for Olivia to get punked again by her doppelganger. The way Olivia. Oh, she, bro, I. You know what I think she's gonna do? She's gonna yeah. end up manipulating her, and then she's gonna make her seem crazy in front of everyone. She's like, no, it's not. It's just like, well, why'd you have those pills in your bag? I, 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 I didn't. I, <laughs> oh my god! I literally think she's gonna set her up, bro. She's wow. She's, yo, the wow. the girl's a schemer. I can see it in her, man. Man, oh, but live. Classic live. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. I do have a hope for the Flash. For Barry Allen. Not the Flash, actually. The Flash as in Team Flash. The CW's Team Flash TV show. I don't really have hope for that. But Barry Allen, I don't know, man. I feel like he'll bring some justice to it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> the, the trailer looked fire for this upcoming week, so we'll see what happens. All-American. Friendsgiving. Get your turkey ready. Loki, oh, we'll definitely hit that topic awesome. when, the, when the time comes. But aside from that, we enjoy everyone who has uh, taken their time to listen to this podcast. And for everyone here at Anchor Free Roscoe, I'm Ryan Atwood. I'm Seth Pronto. And I'm Lou Smug. And we're signing out. Peace. 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 Peace.